Today marks the 50th day of our Easter celebration, which is to say the last day of our Easter celebration. But of course, our Easter celebration never ends. But here, the liturgical season wraps up with this feast day of Pentecost. And Jesus' promise to be with us always finds its fulfillment when he breathes his spirit on his friends. This is John's Pentecost, that first day. Jesus, uh, that first Easter day, comes back to his friends and breathes on them, receive the Holy Spirit. So that's where our gospel takes us to the evening of the first Easter day. And his friends, his followers are huddled in fear behind locked doors. They're in Jerusalem, and they've shared Jesus's last supper around this same table only a few days ago. But then things went south, arrest, torture, death penalty. Meanwhile, his friends betrayed him, claiming not to know the man. So this group huddled around the table in fear had left their homes to follow Jesus. They'd set out on a journey and seen the power of God at work in their teacher. And he seemed the one to back. But then it all came crashing down. So what are they going to do? Return home, see if they can get the job that they had before, back on the boat to fish, back to the booth to collect taxes. They have good reason to be afraid. The religious and the imperial rulers have crushed the movement, and they're more than happy to stop anybody who still does not get the point that the way of Jesus is over and done with. It's not to be spoken of again. But the one who offered himself in love, loving his friends to the end, even offering himself to death on the cross, the one who came not to be served but to serve has been vindicated. Alleluia, Christ is risen. This is our song. The only reason followers of this way still exist. Alive on the other side of the death that was meant to stop his way of love, he stands, wounds still in his hands, and sighed as the one who was and is and will be given life by the eternal spirit of God. God's spirit is without end. God's spirit calls things into being. God's spirit gives life. And it is God's spirit that is the energy perfectly at work in the humanity of Jesus. And today, he breathes on us the spirit of the divine life. We come to this place to hear Jesus, the one who came to bring life and life abundantly. It's the crucified and risen one that we follow. It's the one who's been through hell that speaks the words peace. Peace be with you. My own peace I share with you. So this is not a peace that stands aloof from the changes and chances of this life 
or stands back from the grip of sin and death. No, this is a peace that has known the worst of what we can do to one another. And after taking it all on, he comes back to his friends who betrayed him and says, peace be with you. We come to this place longing for that peace that comes from God alone, the peace which passes all understanding. And what we receive, what's promised us, is the gift of the Spirit, the gift of God's breath shared with us, even breathed into us. Remember in the book of Genesis, at the beginning of the Bible, humans made in God's image are, giving, are given life when God breathes into their dust-formed nostrils. So we come here, John, the gospel writer, is telling us we come here to be recreated in the image and likeness of God. Jesus breathes on us through his word and sacraments, and we are remade in his image, remade in the image of love. It takes root in our flesh. And what does Christ say after sharing his divine life with us, after breathing us back to life? Go. As I was sent to bring humanity back to life with self-offering love, so I send you. Go and forgive. Go and serve. Go and share the news with everyone everywhere that love is stronger than death. Go and show forth with your life, empowered by the Spirit, that Jesus Christ is risen from the dead and his way of love is the truth and the life.